Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and get ready for some sports, as we are so close to the boys of summer being back in town. Uh, I know uh, that Craig and I promised that we were going to do a uh, March Madness bracket this week, but we're audibling a little bit here, and we're going to the MLB win totals, because quite frankly, I'm more excited for baseball to get back than March Madness, although the second there's a buzzer beater on Friday night, I'll be right back in on March Madness. Uh, As mentioned, joining me today, Craig Needles. How the heck are you, Craig? Doing great. How are you? All right. Uh, not so bad. Not so bad. You know, it's uh, one day at a time as, as it is in this, this COVID era, if you will. But, uh, you know, keep it on, keep it on. Excited to talk about some baseball with you. We're going to go through the win totals. And, and if we have time uh, at the end of the podcast, we, we, we might have a little special treat. If we have time. I don't want to commit to it 100% fully. But let us just dive right in to 2021 win totals because we're going to have 162 games this year Craig allegedly allegedly we're going to have 162 games so take that for what it is but we've got to get into some baseball we didn't get to do this last year with the weird 50 how many games did they play last year 50 uh 60 ish yeah yeah Yeah. all right well we're just going to dive right in and we're going to we're going to do all of the uh the the picks starting off red hot with the Arizona Diamondbacks, Craig. They, I, I am staring at their rotation. Did you know that Madison Baumgartner is going to be the ace? Madison Baumgartner, who is thirty-two, something like that. Uh, it seems like he's. Oh, he's got to be older than that. Uh, it feels like he's been around a lot longer than the very least. Either way, uh, yeah, it feels like that rotation is not going to be um, one of the better ones. Uh, they, uh, finished last, the shortened season with 25 wins. They extrapolated that math wise for me here to, uh, they would have ended up with 68 wins. So just a hair under 70, which is the threshold of, for me anyway, the threshold of, if you're an extreme, like bad teams have 70 win seasons, extremely bad teams have, have below 70 wins. Because I've always said, and we say this every, every baseball win total podcast, and I'm just going to reiterate it now in case this is someone's first time. Uh, you know, the best, if you're the best baseball team that's ever been put together, you're going to lose 60 games, give or take, right? Unless you're really, really good. There's obviously there's some exceptions to the, to these rules, but if you're the best team, that's all that, that has ever existed. You're probably going to lose around 60 games. If you're the worst team that's ever existed in baseball, you're still probably going to win around 60 games. So it's what you do with the other 40 games that, that, you know, decides your fate uh, as far as baseball goes. So the Diamondbacks were extrapolated to finish with 68 wins last year. They're uh, over under win total this year, 75 and a half, Craig. I, uh, I'm going to go under because I like the rest of the NL West, so I'll go under. Yeah, I, I think so too. I don't have I don't have much else to say. I'm not really a fan of the. I mean, they got they got Kettle Marte playing center field this year, and and I just the. Yeah, there's there's just not a lot to get excited about if you're a Diamondbacks fan here. Hmm. No, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, All right. Moving on. The Atlanta Braves, who uh, spent a little time in the playoffs last year, I believe they were in the National League f- Championship Series, were they not? Did they lose to the Dodgers in the ALCS? Yeah, right. Or they the lost. NLCS? Yep, All right. They, um, they finished with 35 wins last year, extrapolating that to 2020 wins. They would have had a nice little 95-win season there, Craig. Their over-under win total this year, 92 and a half. 92 and a half for the Atlanta Braves. Pretty good. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to take the over. I think this is a really good team. I think they're going to be a little better. I think they've got some young players who are going to improve, and I don't like the rest of the division. Give me the over on Atlanta. I don't love I, it, but that's what I want. I agree. Man, they got a lot of – what a fun lineup. Like, they got Okunia, Albitas, then they go to Freeman and Ozunia. Travis Darno hitting fifth projected-ish. Man, that's pretty good. I mean, the rotation is fantastic. They got Drew Smiley pick, pitching fourth, Greg. Yeah, they, they they gave him a little – I think they were a little aggressive with the Drew Smiley thing. Um, yes. It came to – to acquiring him in the way that he was acquired in the offseason, the signing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good baseball team. No way around that. It's It was a bit – yeah, it was a bit much. Uh, they, they I mean, they got two new guys in the rotation, him and Morton they brought in. I'm a bit, I'd be a bit more juice for Morton, but Drew Smiley, you're right, a little bit too much on the on the contract there, but, you know, should help But for the purposes out. of whether you think the Atlanta Braves are going to be good in this season or not, yeah. the answer is he's, he's, he's going to – yeah, it is a bit much for a fourth guy in your rotation, no matter what the MLB team, but but still, right? Like, but still. Yep. Next up, the Baltimore Orioles, Craig. Oh, boy. The Baltimore Orioles, 25 wins last year, extrapolated out 68 wins last year. Their over-under win total, 63 and a half, Craig. 63 and a half. That is yep. got to be one of the lowest win totals we've ever seen. And, in fact, we're going to see that come up twice this year. Uh, I want the over. I'm, uh, I'm just going to come out and say it already. I just, I, yeah. I, you, you, I will never, ever, ever take the under with something like this. So it's either going to be it's not bet low. on it at all or take, but yeah. I, I, I like the, I think they're, I think they're going to be better than that. And when I say better than that, I mean, they're going to win less than 70 games, but still, I think you should be okay with the, with the number that's there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too, it's too little. It's too little. And I mean, we both cheer for, for East coat, for an East team. And, I mean, the East is going to be good, but not going to be powerhouse. They're not going to be super. It's not going to be a super powerhouse division. And and I mean, there's also a shot that I mean, the Red Sox aren't going to be too great. The Jays are, are going to be f- fun, but I, I you know, I Jays have... runs, but they're going to have runs scored upon them. Yes, exactly. That is precisely how how that that that's that's going to go down. The only thing I'm worried about is man, I don't know, like. <laughs> I I was shocked to hear that Matt Harvey is is, is still even in the league, and they they might be relying on him to be in their rotation this year. Uh, so stuff like that is a little bit, you know, gives me a little bit of a, a little little pause there as to to whether or not I I, I think the Orioles are going to be good. But 63, it's just too low. It's just too low, right? It, it, it's just it's too low. Yeah. I I do I do like a better over that I'll I'll, I'll kind of lock in a little bit later. Uh, with another 63 and a half win team, but uh, we will get to them in a little bit. Next up, the Boston Red Sox. 24 wins last year, extrapolated out to 65 wins, so they would have been well below their uh, last year what their 2021 win total would be. Uh, if you believe the math on this one, they have in order to hit the over, the Red Sox are going to have to be about roughly 16 games better than they were last year because their over/under is 80 and a half this year. Mm. Yeah. No, I. This this is too high. I don't think this like what, I, what yeah. is it a team that's good? Still no Chris like, Sale. Yeah. Right? When you yeah and 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 counting on him for anything mm-hmm. is a fool's errand at this point but like what what about this team are you thinking to yourself oh this is really good like oh they signed kike hernandez cool nice player but mm-hmm. like what are you doing here um the lineup i i i see there being a lot of problems with it like 
you know, we're not exactly sure like what Martinez is going to be Bogarts, you know, Deborah, nice, nice player, but like you have Hunter Renfro in here now, Marwin Gonzalez, like what are, what are we doing here? And the rotation, when oh. you're talking about Eduardo Rodriguez, and we'll see what happens with that, they do the, you know, the, the reclamation project thing on Garrett Richards, and I hope for his sake it works out. But who This knows? is a great rotation if it was 2015. Yeah, Nathan Eovaldi, great. Martin Perez, okay. Like, what are, I just, I don't get it. They, they got Nick Pavetta from the Phillies last year. How does that help? Like, I just, I don't understand what the, the hope is. I mean, anybody anybody who's ever had Martin Perez in fantasy knows that when he was in Texas, he gave up a lot of fly balls, and now he's pitching in now he's pitching in Boston, right? Goes away from the Green Monster, I guess, is today's lesson. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I I just with that short, I just with that short right field porch, man. I don't I don't know. It's just, um, it's, it's it's long and right, short and left. Yeah, sorry, you're right, you're right. It's, it's just it's the inverse of New York, but yeah, right. You, you, yeah. No, you're right. It, it's. Uh, I just I don't think that this is going to be um this is going to be what you want to do like it's 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 not it's it's not a spot where you look at it and think to yourself oh yeah I see the path for this team to be really good it just I don't think it's there I no. don't think it's yeah, I, I don't I don't see them working any uh, Red Sox magic like they've done in the past a couple of times. But uh, yeah, I just this might be a, a lock under for me the eighty and a half. I'm I'm gonna go so far as to say Boston Red Sox under eighty and a half wins. That's that's gonna be a yeah, lock for it's me. It's gonna be one of my five. Uh, yeah, uh, if we're doing five at the end that we like best, this will be one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was another franchise with the same roster. This we're looking at seventy seven here as opposed to eighty. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, next up, the Chicago Cubs, 34 wins last year, extrapolated out to a 92-win season. So they are projected to be a shade worse than they were last year, which makes sense given the roster turnover that they've had. 70 and a half wins for the Chicago Cubs this year, Craig. Jeez, that's more than a shade. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Cubs aren't trying to win baseball games. No, which is, isn't that and weird? This team was fan, so good two, day, two years ago, even-ish. And I am beyond infuriated with the way that things have gone. Over I don't week. get any of this. I mean, like they still but have Hen- Hen- no and like the rotation the is still good. Yeah. And the, the Red Sox thing is the same thing. There's no reason for this team to be cheaping out. No, this team should be acting like the Dodgers. This team should be acting like the Yankees. And I'm not saying you have to exceed the luxury tax every single season, but you say hypothetically shouldn't be giving away Mookie bets for nothing. No. Absolutely and you probably not. shouldn't be giving away you Darvish for nothing, which is exactly what the Cubs did. Like, why are we doing this? And like why that said, the rotations is, is still good. They got Hendricks and Arietta right off the top. Like that's that's yeah. You know, and, and, and look, I'm not exactly like you know. If you look at, I, I don't know if that's going to be great. I think those guys will be solid. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's not right? going to kill them. But I don't think there's any Cy Young uh, No, but in that those rotation. are innings that are going to be num, 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 num all season, yeah. right? So, like... Exactly. You should, should get a lot of innings out of those guys, and those guys should be relatively healthy. Yeah. Um, so, I don't, like... I don't understand why they've gone about team building the way they have. And there's going to be Chris Bryant trade rumors all season, because he's a free agent after this season. Yeah. Um, so, um, I think that things if things go bad in the first couple months... Chris Bryant will likely be playing somewhere else, and this is an under. Yeah, the seventy-nine and a half—that's such a good number by Vegas. Good lord, I—I just—I—I I, the Cubs are going to be a stay away for me because I don't know. I could see them being better and exceeding 
Because, like, they've still got dudes in this lineup. They've still got dudes in this lineup. And I like their rotation. I just don't know. And, I mean, like, the bullpen's decent. It's, it's, it's... I mean, they're still going to win games, but then, like you brought up, is is are the trade rumors gonna gonna be a thing that just like anchors this, this team roster, entire year and they just never get it going? This roster is going to be worse in August than it is right now. Yeah, so I I, I have I have the so I'm looking at the cards. Gone, but someone's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, let's head and talk about the other team on Chicago, the Chicago White Sox. Big surprise breakout year for the White Sox last year. 35 wins. Extrapolate that out to 95. Their current over-under win total, 90 and a half. Are you buying the Chicago White Sox, Craig? Yes. And their fancy new manager. <laughs> no, that's that's the one thing I don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the yeah, that's the that's the fly in the punch bowl there. The one spot where you're like, Ugh. but no, I love Tim Anderson. Uh, mm-hmm. I just I think this is a good team. You go get Adam Eaton back. Which mm-hmm. I think is a is a, is a cool signing for them. Um, yeah, I know there's some questions about you know health for a couple of guys. Obviously, um, there was some about Moncada earlier in the spring, but he he seems to be uh, out there now, so that's good. Um, I, uh, I I I like this team, and I think they're going to win the American League Central. Is what I think of this team, so I'm going to take the over. Uh, just I mean, look Ooh. at their look at their lineup. It's a pretty good lineup, right? Oh, the lineup is a fantasy baseball wet dream. <laughs> is is what it is. I'm it is. If the White Sox did give away Fernando Tatis Jr. for free. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, that would be up at night if I were a fan of the Chicago White Sox. I'll tell you that much right mm-hmm. now. Uh, uh, hey, White Sox those, minus those game shields innings you guys got were swell. Um, yeah, jeez. Yeah, I. Uh, but this is a nice team, and I like the rotation too. Giolito is like, Giolito is going to be one of the ten best pitchers in baseball this year if he's healthy. I think. Yes. Like he's a good pitcher. Lance Lynn, nice signing. Like he just, he's just a guy that you mentioned that eating those innings. He's going to be able to do that in your rotation. Mm-hmm. Dallas Keuchel, same thing. And they've got some guys with some potential. If you look at Dylan Cease and Carlos Rodon. Yeah. They they go no, yeah they, they go five deep. We haven't seen the potential in road for Rodon yet, mm-hmm. but I think it's there. I think there's a chance that he has a he has a nice year. So and and then they went and bolstered the bullpen. They signed Liam Hendricks again. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a reliever. I understand that, but their bullpen will be better because he is out there. So yeah, I uh, I, I like this team. I think they're good. Yeah, this this is and and just they're gonna be like whatever the baseball version of like. Uh, um, the NBA has like league pass or whatever. And, and, and Bill Simmons always does like his league pass rankings where it's like not necessarily the best team, but also, but just the most fun team to watch. The white Sox might be number one with a bullet this year for like a baseball league pass or whatever the heck diamond yeah. pass or whatever I, the heck you would I, call I, it. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's uh, MLB extra innings or whatever. Extra innings. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Number one MLB extra innings team for me mm-hmm. is probably the Padres, but fair enough. Yeah. Sox. Yeah. But of similar, yeah, of, of of similar ilk with just a lot of guys with the swagger on the team, you yeah, know, like yeah, yeah and just... and yeah, like the, with the Padres, it's a matter of like, hey, what's Tatis gonna do, you know, mm-hmm. and like yeah, yeah and with this yeah. team, it's like Watch is Tim it. Anderson gonna do something cool after he hits yeah. a home run too, right? <laughs> like. You're gonna fuck the guy. Yeah, like yeah, Tim Anderson, like when he hits a home run, is but like he's he's the number one pick of most likely to hit a home run, javelin his bat into center field, and then fight the rest of the team. <laughs> that that's that's Tim Anderson. And, 
And God bless you for that, Tim Anderson. God bless you. Uh, I was just wondering, American League Central, Chicago White Sox, minus 120, Craig. Ooh, I like that. I think that's a bet I'm going to place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not too bad. Uh, next... The question you're asking yourself is, do you think they're better than Cleveland? Because the other teams in that division are not serious about trying to win. And well, even Cleveland's not serious about trying to win. No, but they at which, least have yeah. players. But I don't. Like Kansas City's not winning that division. Detroit is not winning that division. I guess there's the Twins, and the Twins, the Twins have spent some money, and they'll they'll be better. So maybe it's it's the Minnesota and, uh, and and White Sox question. But I just think the White Sox are the best team in that division. Yeah, I I think you're right. They're and better than Ve- Cleveland. And Vegas would agree with the minus 120. Uh, next up, back to the National League. The Cincinnati Reds, 31 wins last year. Bit of a surprise. I know you and I have been waiting for the Reds to be a little bit on the upswing this year. We I think we took their over a couple of years ago, and I can't remember if they came through with us for us or not. But uh, a lot of young talent on this team that, that is starting to emerge. 31 wins last year, extrapolated out to 84 wins over 162-game season. They're at 82.5 right now, Craig, the Cincinnati Reds. So that's, you know, not not terribly far from 500, which is what they were last year. I do mm-hmm. like the over, though. Yeah, I, I do, too. And Joey Votto having the Rona, obviously. Is a yeah, I was going to say, first player first player in, in this podcast. Where, first Rona sighting in this podcast. Joey Votto, unfortunately, a couple days ago uh, came down with yeah. that. So he obviously he probably won't be ready for opening day, I would guess. But uh, uh, we'll see. Yeah, it depends on how he feels, obviously. But... I, I, I like uh, I, I like some of the players in the team. Uh, I think that they're going to uh, mm-hmm. get some effective te- uh, out of out of Suarez, out of Castellanos, out of Winker. Um, I, I think that they'll they'll be able to score some runs. I I think that we're going to see Nick Senzel um, really become a, a a better major league player this year. There's a ton of potential with him. I don't know if he should be playing center field, but uh, there's a ton of potential with him. Uh, so I think that this is um, this is a team where they're they are on the upswing. Of course, the question is they lose Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Um, you know, say what if you, if you can call him all the different names in the book and say, well, that guy's a jerk. And he's yeah, a bit of a douche. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a douche. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. But mm-hmm. is he effective at getting people out? Uh, certainly in Cincinnati last year he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not having him around is going to be a question. So that would be what I'd be worried about is the rotation beyond Luis Castillo is mm. what does that look like? And yeah. cause the, ch- the, there's a chance that the answer is bad. Um, yeah. So Miley is third for them. Ooh. Yeah. And he yeah, was, uh, I this, just remember him being a, bad. Yeah. This is a stay away from me. I don't, I, I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, um, yeah. but the, the, the line's right about where it should be. This should should be a roughly 500 team. I I hate to say it, yeah, I hate to say it that they're that they're 82 and a half. I, I'm not gonna bet it, but if it, you know, gun to my head, uh, I would I would probably take the under. And the under actually, most of these things are going both ways. The under you're actually getting even money on, and the over is minus 130. So a little more juice on the over for the Reds. So with that said, I'd be a little more apt to take the to take the under on the the 82 yes. and a half. Yeah, the Sonny Gray back thing scares me as well because you mentioned the rotation beyond uh, beyond Castillo. Sonny Gray being out mm-hmm. there would be helpful, but uh, the the Sonny Gray back injury thing scares me. That's that that's something I'm worried about. Well, the thing about when you take the Cincinnati Reds is Castellanos to left field, and it's a 4-0 ball game. And <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the best memes to come out in the last few years when it's it talking about something really really embarrassing. Just pop that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
mercy. What a what a what a disaster. What a disaster. Speaking of disasters, Cleveland Indians, Craig. Uh mm-hmm. 35 wins last year. Extrapolated out 95 for whatever reason gutted their franchise in the offseason. And and then this goes into like I mean, it's a little bit more it's it's a little bit more understandable i guess for lack of a better word that the cleveland indians are doing this sort of thing as opposed to the cubs or the red Sox. but at the same time they didn't they they didn't need to go they didn't go full buffalo sabers scorched earth but it was you know a notch or two above that and completely unnecessary if you have a rotation with shane bieber yeah please you think you have Cal Quantrill coming in and eating some innings this year. Mm-hmm. You got him in the big trade San Diego last year. Yeah, Fangraphs has him projected as their fifth uh, guy in the rotation right now, which I would yeah. agree with. And, yeah. So you you but the moral of the story is you got what what amounts to be potentially one of the better rotations in the American League. And your plan going forward with that is to not have Francisco Lindor on your team for some reason. Yeah. Like what? I just don't understand it. Like they're 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 doing the Tampa Bay churn the roster stuff. I I get it, but if you're ever gonna pay anyone, isn't Francisco Lindor the guy you pay? Yeah. If you're ever pay anyone, isn't that the guy that you say you can have some money to? I guess their decision is we're never going to pay anybody because clearly that's the case. If that wasn't the case, then why are, why is Lindor not on the roster? It's just. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a badly run franchise and I'm cheering for them to do poorly because I don't like when the way that this team runs their, I don't like the way they do business being rewarded. So let's just have them do poorly. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, like they lost Clevenger and it's just like, yeah, like, what are they doing? Been out this year anyway for them because the the, the Padres are going to be missing him. But the, the point stands, it's just like, like. You're just getting you're, – you're, you're trying to just churn the roster and get – I get it from a, the perspective of keeping your team cheap. It's smart. But mm-hmm. it, from the perspective of, hey, is baseball fun to watch and be part of, it's, it's bad if, if you're a fan of the Cleveland baseball team. Cesar Hernandez is going to be leading off for this team? Oh, boy. Yeah. I just – I have some questions about how many runs they're going to score. I yeah, very... I just I, I don't understand where the runs are coming from. Uh, 80 and a half is the over-under win total for the Cleveland Indians. So are they a sub-500 team to you? No, I think the rotation might be too good for that. That's true. So uh, They're not a, as yeah. good as Chicago and as good as Minnesota in the American League Central. So yeah, yeah, a lot of, lot, of one, lot of 2-1 games for this. Who's their closer this year? <laughs> that might be safe. If you're in fantasy baseball, look. Uh, it, uh, get at, yeah, get after that Indians closer because it's, it's not. It, 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 and we don't need to go too deep in fantasy here, but the someone no. did a study as far as how many save opportunities guys on good teams get and guys on bad teams get. Mm-hmm. If they're like the close year, and it turns out to be about roughly the same, so yeah, that's um, true. yeah, just because the, the good teams are going to win enough blowouts that you don't have the three, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's not there. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Colorado Rockies. Twenty-six wins last year. The projected uh, wins for twenty twenty in a hundred sixty-two game season would have been seventy wins. They are sitting at 63 and a half. This is the other team with 63 and a half. Now, I understand that they have lost some dudes. They have lost some very significant dudes. But I think this this over is going to be one of my one of my locks because I don't I mean the lineup is still very good. 
They still have Story. They still have Blackman. And I just... The rotation... Eh, eh. That's that's the question. Is is, is Marquez and Freeland enough to... Like that, the, the, those two anchors in the rotation. Yeah. Is, is that rotation good enough to overcome the fact that they've lost some people in the lineup? No. And I, I understand they're in the I, same division. It's not, as... not a 63 win ball club. You're right. I, yeah. I no. It's yeah, not a like, win ball club. I, I, yeah. I know the Dodgers and the Padres. This, this 63 and a half is a complete overreaction to they lost Arenado and then the Dodgers and Padres both completely stocked up but uh, the Rockies are not a trash baseball team and I've got them around like well not all-time trash baseball team is how I should say that yeah and I got them around if, a 70 win they team win 70 games if they win 70 games you're good on this bet early in September yeah and that's that's what I'm banking on here I think I, I just I don't think the Rockies have fallen off so far I realize the rest of the division got better and the rest of the division was already very good but they're still going to get W. They're still going to get a few W's against the Padres and Dodgers because that's just how baseball works. And I just I have them as a 70 win team. I I don't get the 63 and a half complete overreaction no, to me. I, uh, I I couldn't agree more. Um, I, I I want the over on both those 63 and a halves because if you take the over mm-hmm. on 63 and a half win totals for Major League Baseball teams, you're going to be right way the heck more than you're wrong. Mm-hmm. All right, Detroit Tigers, 23 wins last year. 64 wins this year, or extrapolated up to 64 wins in 162-game season. 66 and a half. Now, we, we did just we we did just go over this. That said, I am less thrilled about taking the over in the ti- for the Tigers. This is way worse than the Colorado one we were just talking about. Yeah, and they've got 66 and a half for some worse. reason. It's much yeah. worse than the roster we were just talking about. I yeah I don't <laughs> I don't I don't get it. So no, I have them as a stay away. Fan, well, to me, if you're a Tigers fan, mm-hmm. your thought on this season is, wow, it would be really cool if Casey Mize and Spencer Torkelson came up and or maybe maybe not Torkelson, but we'll we'll, we'll see that, that that's in September. But it'd be cool if Casey Mize came up and and, and looked good. And that's not going to happen until a little bit uh, a little bit later in the season. So you're cheering for some young guys that like like buys or guys that are already on the roster to look good, but guys like Robbie Grossman, guys like Jonathan Scope, guys like Nomar Mazzara, although Nomar Mazzara is only 25. Which if you had asked me before this podcast how old is Nomar Mazzara, I would be like I don't know 30. Um, <laughs> either way, um, guys like that. What what are we doing here? Like. I understand that you have to have major league players go out there. I get that part of it, but there's, and you need credible major league players. And I, I get that. It just, the, this should all be about getting guys, young guys at bats, getting those guys innings and seeing whether or not they're major leaguers. That's what the point of this should be. Like Robbie Grossman is going to be leading off for this baseball team, Craig. Yeah, and they signed him from Oakland. That's fine. They get him for yeah. a relatively inexpensive deal. I just thought, like, you know, couldn't you have found a, a younger guy, a guy that we don't sort of already know what he is as a major league player to get those at-bats in left field? That's that's all I'm asking. Like, I, yeah. I vacuum the Grossman thing is fine, but you're going to be terrible anyway. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. But, like, yeah, so I don't the, know. The credible major leaguer for this roster is the guy who's making a bajillion dollars, um, Cabrera. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. 
Uh, he's he, he's he's the major leaguer on this team, but um, you just I I just I don't understand the need to 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 accent it with that. And hey, maybe what uh, Tigers executives said to me is. Robbie goes out and he has a real nice year as a nice on base percentage. We flip him in July and we get stuff for him and cool. You know, I get, but just, I just think that you would want to find at bats for those younger guys. And perhaps their argument would be those are in August and September. Yeah. Just insane. Just absolutely. Insane. Grossman had, Robbie Grossman had a, a three forty nine on base. Like, again, I, I, I know it's not like, I know that it's not um, ridiculous. Like I, again, in a vacuum, I understand the contract. I understand why you're acquiring guys like that. I just like this, 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 this is the worst. Well, it's Denver Baltimore have the worst roster because both these teams have a, uh, this is the worst roster than Colorado's. There's no yeah. question. On this is Absolutely. The worst they don't have anybody even close to Trevor story on this roster. It's just, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I mean, I guess they just think that that division is going to be mediocre enough that they're going to be able to get some doubles. Yeah, and that, that must be the thought process that you don't have yeah. giants. Dodgers and the and the and mm. the uh, and the Padres in up the top. central, yeah. Mm. But I anyway. just yeah, get it. If I was going to take an under on some team in the '60s, this is the team. Put it that way. I'm staying away mm-hmm. from this. Uh, next up, the Houston Astros, everybody's favorite team. Who, unfortunately, I mean, one of the one of the worst parts, sports wise. Let me let me add that caveat. One of the worst things, sports wise, that came out of COVID was. We didn't get the Houston Astros revenge tour of the fans just booing and throwing crap at these guys. Well, maybe not throwing, but at least just booing uh, these guys into the dirt. 29 wins last year, extrapolated to 78 wins for over 162-game season. 87.5 for the Houston Astros. Over, Craig. Over for me. Going to Probably going to be one of my... I mean, I we know they lost Springer to our beloved Toronto Blue Jays, but... The lineup is still very, very good, and the rotation is still very, very good. I agree entirely with all those thoughts. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna find now. Of course, what you wonder about is like, well, Verlander just ain't gonna be out there this year. So no. you look at the rotation, you think to yourself, beyond Granky, McCullers, and Kitty, like, is Jake Odorizzi? How how's he gonna be in Houston? But here's the thing about the Astros over the years: is guys like Odorizzi who sort of have a lot of talent. And I've shown it before. Typically, when they get to Houston, that talent comes out from a rotation mm-hmm. perspective. And that's not cheating. The pitchers weren't cheating at all. They were just, no. <laughs> they were just finding smart ways to use their stuff. Yeah, uh, allegedly, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Well, that's a good point. There may be some other scandal that we have no idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, but as far as we know, the hitters were the ones doing the cheating. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Man, they still got they still got themselves a, uh, yeah. And they got a couple of young guys who who they've they've drafted that we don't like like who knows what this like Miles Straw all of a sudden might just start you know bombing stuff like yeah, yeah. And, and maybe so I trust them to churn out enough innings mm-hmm. in the back part of the rotation that they're going to be fine yeah yeah for sure for sure because they will score runs that is something that is going to occur. Next up, the Kansas City Royals, 26 wins, extrapolated to a 70 win, win over 162 game season, 72 and a half for the Kansas City Royals this year. Yeah, projected to be decent and mediocre. I mean, you look at their lineup. I mean, it's not great, but I like to go back to the Detroit Tigers, uh, who we you know railed on a little bit ago. I don't know. 
when you look at the Tigers line, if you're a Tigers fan, I don't know who you look at on their roster and go like, they don't even have one guy who I would look at and be like, you know what? I'm excited to go watch that guy play baseball. Yeah. But you know, you can say that about a couple of guys on the, on the, on the Kansas were, city. Like, they, they got a steal with the Benintendi thing. Like he had a yes. really lousy 2020. There's no way around that. He was awful, mm-hmm. but they got a steal with that deal. That's a, that's a, that's a nice deal. Yeah. Getting um, him out of, so at a, no, he's going to be hitting no, second no, for them. It's going to be the most yeah. important part of the lineup. He, where he winds up hitting but yeah so they have him they've got Mondesi they 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 make the trade for Santana again that's someone that's a credible major league bat uh they get Perez coming back um I think that they're I think that this this team's good enough that uh that they should be right around uh above that 70 range and I think they'll get enough outs from their uh outs in their rotation too so I think that's an over for me that one yeah I, I like the Royals over too for sure so, yeah, so we're both turning our keys on the Royals over here. Next up, the Los Angeles Angels and their perennial waste of of just a – I mean, the phrase generational is overused, but we're talking about the best player in the game right now. Yeah. Uh, if, same as, if anyone in Major League Baseball is a generational talent, this is the one. Yeah, I mean, uh, good Lord. Uh 26 wins last year, same as the Royals extrapolated out to 70. 82 and a half. So expected to be 13 games better than what they would have been last year. Um, the thought Otani. This year, yeah, yeah, the thought process this year must be healthy Otani. Mm-hmm. The thought process here must be, um, you know, they, they go out and they sign Jose Quintana. Quintana's to a, a big I one. Think, yeah. I think it's a nice, I think it's a nice deal from the, like, they're thinking that he's going to bounce back. He was not very good for the Cubs last year, but they're thinking he's going to bounce back. Well, he hasn't been very good for the Cubs for a long time. Uh, and they think that they'll be able to um, put the enough together with this rotation that that's going to be okay. Um, I am skeptical. Uh, I think this is a roughly 500 baseball team and I'm going to uh, act accordingly. Yeah. So yeah. I'd probably stay away for the two of us then at the 82 and a half with the angels. Cause I don't, I don't see any, I'm not getting a lot of value out of here. And I, are they going to, is Otani going to pitch this year? Like if they, if they, uh, I, I'm of the belief that that is something that's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, he had a home run. He had two home runs. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Uh, yesterday. Uh, we're recording this on, uh, on Wednesday night. So he had two home runs on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, the bat's okay. But yeah, I believe he's going to pitch at some point this season. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Fangraphs has him projected to be hitting second. So Trout, like, if if like that, that just seems silly to me. I mean, I know Otani's great, I don't but understand. like, I think that they're just putting no. like you know random lineups together. I if if you have Mike Trout on your team and he's not hitting second, that's malpractice. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I mean, I just the. This is another situation where, where, with the exception of whatever you get out of Otani, this is another great. <laughs> This is another great rotation if it's, you know, like 2014, though, is the problem, Craig, right? With, like, you know, like, like, like I mean, I like Cobb. I mean, Cobb maybe. I mean, I guess they're just at, they're just hoping for bounce they're back just from hope, Cobb They're and just Quintana, hoping for right? confidence. They're thinking yeah. themselves, if we can get three, four guys who are confident, we might be able to score enough runs that this is fine. Yeah. It's not and bad. It's not a bad strategy. I, it's as good a strategy, like, I, I am I am not convinced. Put it that way. I'm not convinced. No, me neither. Absolutely not. Next up, 
The Los Angeles Dodgers, 43 wins in the short game last year. The defending World Series champions, I got World Series in air quotations, uh, extrapolated out 116 projected wins last year for the Dodgers. Craig, that's a bit much. I don't know if you get to 116. Uh, they're over under win total this that, year. Yeah. Uh, 103 and a, 103 and a half. Well, that's a lot. I'm not going to bet the over, but I'm not betting the under no. either. Um, yeah, I think that I, you are a Dodgers, uh, someone within that organization. You say that, Hey, if not for the pandemic, we might've had one of the best major league teams of all time last year, or at the very least best mm-hmm. major league teams of the last 25, 30 years. Like, Look yeah. at the roster. It's a, the it's a really, rotation really is disgusting. Clershaw, yeah. Bauer, Bueller, Arias, and then David Price. Sure, why not just have David Price being the fifth yeah. guy out there? Him, him at the end there. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that that's probably the best rotation in the major leagues, which is nice when you compare it with potentially the best lineup in the major leagues. Like we got mm-hmm. Betts, Seager. Uh, they bring back Turner, um, which is cool. And here's the thing about the Dodgers that I think people don't give them enough credit for. Look at the way they acquired, basically, other than bets. Look at the, the guys that were on the World Series team. Those guys were all essentially acquired either via the draft or off the scrap heap. Mm-hmm. Max That's Martin, true. Scrap heap. Justin Turner, scrap heap. You know? These are guys, A.J. Pollock was a relatively big free agent signing, but he wasn't a big player. Um, Austin Barnes, you know, got him for, got him in a, a small little trade. Like, you know, the, the, these are the types of moves that make them as great as they are. Is they're not, they don't just have the money to keep their guys, which they do with, with bets, obviously. But they've got, the, they, they, they've got the scouting wherewithal and the organizational wherewithal to, to churn out really good players that other teams with a lot less money than them, Oakland, the Mets, gave up on. Mm-hmm. So I just think this is, this is I think, the best organization in North American pro sports. And I don't think it's – I don't think there's much of a debate as to whether that's the truth. When it comes to just the process, when it comes to the smart things that they've been doing, I know they've got some built-in advantages. I understand that financially. But this is the best organization in North American pro sports. Yeah, I I might have to concede that there, even though I just hate the city that they play in, quite frankly. But, I mean, it it is what it is. They've got the best rotation. Oh, Craig, they've won one World Series during a pandemic season. Big deal. Yeah. Which I would respond, they made the World Series twice against teams that lost draft picks for cheating in said World Series. True. (laughs) There is that. From a gambling... Uh, from a gambling perspective, though, uh, we have never been a fan of the lines when they creep up into the hundreds, especially once, taking once the. You see, once you th- see three digits, and you either you're betting the under or you're not betting on it. That's my exactly. It, it, not, yeah. Not betting. Yeah, so I, I have it as a stay away because I think the Dodgers are good, but you're asking way too much for them to get to 104 games for your wallet. And, it's and, just and like, and maybe they will, and that's why I'm not betting on it. I just don't like. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of. It doesn't take much to go wrong to not win 104 ball games. Put it that way. No, absolutely. No. Next up, the Miami Marlins. 31 wins and a little bit of playoffs last year for the Miami Marlins. Can you believe that? It, it just, got through the hole. Here's here's something about the Miami Marlins. They made the mm-hmm. playoffs last year and lost a playoff series for the first time in franchise history. That's true. Anytime they make it in the playoffs, the they win the World Series. They made the playoffs. They won the World Series both times. That's true. Um, Crazy to think about. Uh, 31 wins last year, extrapolated out to 84. 72 and a half for the 
I like the over here. I do too. I I I this truly is, I, I, truly love it. Okay. Like yeah, I think they're going to be able to get guys out. I like the rotation. I think I I I think there's obviously potential. Like Sixto Sanchez is only 22. I think there's a potential for a little bit of a leap for him. Alcantara's 25, uh, and I think that it's a nice lineup. Yes, like, <laughs> look at that's a fun lineup. Like it's a lot of guys that got off the scrap heap, and I understand that. But I think they'll score enough runs that it's okay. Like, the, the rotation is clearly the strength of this team. But I think they're going to be able to score enough runs here that they're all right. Oh, great team. So we are both turning our keys and the Miami Marlins over. I, yeah. love, I love it. Love it. All right. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers, 29 wins last year, 78 projected, 82 and a half for the Brewers this year. It's over. I, me too. Yeah, like, and the go get Colton Wong, who I think I, I think Colton Wong's a really nice player. Absolutely, and, and he didn't have a great yeah. year in St. Louis. I I understand that, but Colton Wong's a nice player. They really uh, juice their lineup. You mentioned Wong. They also brought in Sean Bradley, who are going to be hitting baseballs for them, or, or uh, like Jackie Bradley yeah. Jr., who are going to be hitting baseballs yeah. for them this year, right? Like, yeah, Travis Shaw is the Toronto version of Travis Shaw. Fair. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be. Uh, I I think it'll be a little bit better than that at the very least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I will take uh, I'll take the Brewers over. I think that it's uh, I think it's a good ball club. And they got a rotation that it, like they don't yeah, they don't have like Woodruff has been you know Woodruff's been a really really nice pitcher like he's yeah. pretty good. Corbin yeah, Burns, Woodruff's Woodruff's a solid ace, and the rest of the guys just eat innings. So like yeah, they just perennially get up and, around and 120 innings. They, they, I think that they're you know they're expecting Brett Anderson to to once again have a. A, a solid and productive run for them, which mm. there's tough when you get out of Oakland sometimes. There, there, yeah. There, yeah. There, there, there's some peril that comes along with that. To be clear, he had a decent enough 2020 for, uh, for, for Milwaukee. Uh, he was, you know, an, an, an average pitcher. If they get that again, they're rolling. Uh, now of course there's the injury concerns with him, but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm thinking that uh, this is a, this is a, a team I want the over for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Minnesota Twins, 36 last year, extrapolated out to 97, 88 and a half this year for the Twins. Before we get to the over, uh, the one thing I want to mention is the Twins to win the Central. Uh, if you're looking at, if you're looking at kind of uh, like plus 145 on the Twins to win the Central, I I think that that's a decent futures bet to make for for a team that's going to be I, pretty yeah. decent. It'll be tough, but if but if a team not named the Chicago White Sox were to win the Central. I would bet that the Twins would be the beneficiary. So that that's where I would yeah, kind of get that uh, 145 from. I, I agree from. that it's going to be one of those two teams. I don't think Cleveland scores enough runs for them to be part of it. Mm-hmm. But man, they, this is a this is a rotation that they've got. They, they, I mean, they added Happ and Shoemaker. On, I mean, we were a little upset we lost Shoemaker up here in Toronto. But they they added Happ and Shoemaker to bolster the back end. They still have Kenta Maeda, and Jose Barrios is still just one of my favorite pitchers on the planet. And, um, you know, whatever they get out of Michael Pineda in there, too. And I, I like the lineup. I I, I I like the lineup. They're gonna do. They're gonna do some stuff, but it, it's definitely a feast or famine lineup with guys like Donaldson, Cruz, and and Sano in there. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite players in Major League Baseball, plays in the Twins. Byron Buxton. Yeah, I love. Yeah, that guy. just all world. Sorry, all universe defense from that guy. Yep. Like it's 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 like all worlds yep. not enough. Got to go all universe with that guy. Yep. I yeah, and and he's a guy like. Last year he had a three on three oh five on base, which you're thinking, oh, three oh five on base, that's not particularly good. 
And mm-hmm. no, it's not great, but Byron Buxton with a 305 on base is a superstar baseball player. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. all the other stuff is so damn good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's like that's the one thing he doesn't do particularly well is um is 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 get on get on. Yeah, that's, that's he doesn't get one. walks. Yeah, he he, yeah. he has trouble getting one walks. Thing. Yeah. But uh, uh, oh, sorry, he didn't have a 305. It was two two sixty seven. I should say. I'm th- I'm look I'm thinking of uh, twenty nineteen. Excuse me. So the yeah. last full season, the uh, Byron Buxton with a three with with a plus three hundred on base is a superstar ball player. And um, if he can do that again, they're going to be, they're going to be a great team. Cause if, if he has that, you know, plus 300 on base, you put him ninth and whenever he gets on, he gets on for you top of your order. He's out there. He's running around the bases. Cause obviously he's, he's really, really fun on the base pass. Um, and clearly the defense is friggin' incredible. So yeah, Byron Buxton. Great How do you feel about the 88 and a half? That's right. I think right where I think they're going to be. I know, like 88, 89 wins. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's a stay away from me. I think the White Sox are better. Mm-hmm. I, I say that. I think the White Sox are the better team of the two. Yeah. Okay. So maybe stay away from the Twins. I would lean towards the over though. If like gun to my head, I would lean towards the over with the Twins. Do you, do you, would you take the White Sox or the Twins? I know you said you you like the Twins future, but but just you know, if uh, even odds for both White Sox or Twins to have more. Oh, well, White Sox, White Sox for me for sure. If it if it was even odds, but I I like the Twins because you'd be getting plus one forty five in 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 actuality. Yeah. So that's, yep, that's fair. Yeah, where that comes from me. Uh, next up, the Nye Mets, who are my favorite squadron. Uh, 26 wins last year, projected out to 70. 89 and a half for the Nye Mets, Craig, um, who made some offseason acquisitions, to say the least. Uh, yeah, they were they were wheeling and dealing. Uh, man. Yeah, I, I think 89 is too aggressive, though. Way too aggressive for me. I don't. I don't get it. And then they had that thing where they were like celebrating how to win. Did you catch that clip where they were like celebrating what they're gonna do if they win the World Series? That was fucking weird. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah. Obviously, uh, the biggest uh, acquisition was uh, Francisco Lindor. Uh, Marcus Stroman, you figure, will actually pitch games for them this year. And they brought in uh, Taiwan Walker. Yeah. So. And you add that to Degrom, who. Yeah. Probably the best pitcher in the world right now. It's either it's Degrom or Bieber, isn't it? And then yeah. Kershaw is probably still like hanging around there somewhere. But I, right now, I'd say it's Degrom and Bieber. I, and I'd lean towards I'll, Degrom. I'll take Degrom. Uh, but yeah, and but the thing I like about this team is I think the bullpen has a chance to be really good. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and the other thing I like about this team is Robin Kins, Robinson Cano suspended. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably yeah, one of one of the best things that's happened <laughs> to a rotation via suspension in a long time. But uh, man, just a, uh, I mean that Lindor Conforto Alonso uh, three headed monster there. Yeah, that's pretty. They're gonna be doing some stuff. I I I gotta tell you the the ninety wins though for the Mets. I agree with you. A little That's aggressive, a little aggressive for Kevin me. So Pilar, uh, Kevin Pillar is on this roster, which for, from, for a Blue Jays fans perspective, uh, a few Kevin, other Blue Jays. Yeah. A few Blue Jays on this team. Yeah. yeah the, Miguel Castro is on this team. Uh, we Aaron mentioned Stroman. Yeah. Aaron yeah Luke, Taiwan Walker. Yeah. Taiwan Walker. Yeah. There's uh, had a cup of coffee with the Jays. Yeah. 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 There's, there's quite a few, uh, Jonathan VR is on this roster. There's uh yes, there's yeah. a few former Blue Jays on this team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, I think that this is uh, this th- this team is not that good. Put it that no. way. No, 
I don't I don't think so. I I would lean towards under with the Mets, but uh, I don't have. I mean, because the division not tremendous, you know. Like it's. I mean, I really like. I mean, the Marlins are there. The Phillies are not great, great, but yeah. I mean, it. I think if if you're if you're hitting them, thinking the Mets uh, are, are going to hit that over, I think you're thinking the Phillies are just going to be a disaster this year. Which you know maybe. Anyway, moving on. The New York Yankees, Craig, 33 wins last year, 89 and a half, 95 and a half, or sorry, 95 and a half for the New York Yankees. Every year we do this dance with the Yankees, um, and I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'm ready. You can, you can, if oh, you want to turn your, you. you're taking the over. Oh, okay, I was gonna say if you want to turn your key with me. So okay, so we're 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 on opposite sides of the Yankees this year. All right. No, I, I I just have a feeling that they've they've done some stuff that I think is 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 really gonna work out. Um, as far as uh, what they did with, uh, I, I like Jamison Tyon. I think that like, Kluber, like whatever right? you like, get out of yeah. Kluber is a is a delightful bonus. Um, yeah, I think that uh, they'll be in a, a a decent enough spot in the rotation that they're going to be okay. And I think that um, I think it's a and they're going to score a ton of runs. Yeah, they're going to score a lot of runs. That's true. So You're right. Yeah, you talk me. You know what? You talk me out of it. You talk. You talk me. You talk me out of thinking the the Yankees are gonna go. I mean, ninety five and a half is a bit much for me, but uh, I think that the all... other teams in the American League East might be like Baltimore is an over for me. But spoiler alert for later in the podcast, the Jays are an under for me. Yeah, um, I think so too. Oh, I I don't I, get I the eighty seven and a half. The, I think the Yankees win this division by several games. Like yeah. it's gonna be a large number. I, yeah, this might be a 100-win season for the Yankees this year, barring – and I mean, it just depends because, I mean, the things that have held them back in the past is Aaron Judge is known to miss a lot of games, and then Giancarlo Stanton is Oops. known to miss a lot of games. So. Who, is, who is known to miss more games than Stanton? Yeah, exactly. So, like, Stanton, when he's out there, it's boom, home run. Oh, geez, he's uh, <laughs> he's really wrenching his shoulder as he rounds the bases. <laughs> and, uh, well, we got to take Stanton out of this game after that 500-foot home run that he just hit. Uh, but yeah, that's his career, Yankees career in a nutshell. Next up, one of my definite locks of the year, the Oakland athletics, 36 wins last year, extrapolated out to 97. They're over under 86 and a half. Craig, I have the over for the Oakland athletics. I, I just, they just, they, every year they're in Betting against Billy Bean is what I would say. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I've I've tend to be. I'm pretty sure whatever year, for I don't know for whatever reason, I seem to have a decent read on the athletics, and I'm pretty sure every year we've done this podcast, which is year six now of the win totals. I'm pretty sure this is my sixth straight year, including the athletics in my. So the athletics are 100 percent for me. I don't I don't I off the top of my head don't know if they're 100 success rate, but they're 100 bet rate for me as far as like my top five or whatever the whatever is, number I give at the beginning of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like the, get... I, I don't. I think that the the Astros win the division, but I think the the A's mm-hmm. are absolutely a wild card team. Yeah, they're one fifty five, which you know, and the Astros only given one twenty five. So I don't know, but like, there's some stuff there. I mean, I really like their rotation. 
I really liked it. Like, like Manaya is pitching third for, for these guys this year. And, and he is, sometimes he gets a little erratic and he's a little wild, but for the most part, he, he, he just chews up innings. They perennially have guys that go out there and get a hundred. Lizardo, um, there's, there's a, 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 this has a chance to be a leap year for him. This has a chance to be a year where he, uh, becomes a big, big star. So, yeah. yeah. So it's a good rotation. It's a good. It's a real. And that's why I think they're a playoff team. Is I think they're gonna they're gonna get a lot of their rotation. And and AJ Puck's a guy. Obviously, has a lot of pedigree. He was uh, it was an early draft pick, top ten. I forget what number doesn't matter. But he was drafted in the top ten. Like I think that he'll be part of the rotation as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll take it. Um. So yeah. No, I think that they're uh, they're going to be okay. Yeah. Just yeah. So the the, like athletics now one of my lockovers obviously i I was just talking about how this is a playoff team and oh they're a wildcard team for me the fact Mm -hmm. that we don't know how many wildcard teams are going to be i find is a bit ridiculous but uh yeah that's true (laughs) we didn't really get into that here's 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 the thing the lowest amount of wildcard teams is two and if it was two i think the a's would be one of them perhaps that's for sure yeah yeah, that's that's a very good way of putting it. This is this is I would be stunned if the Athletics didn't make the playoffs, regardless of, of if it was the old system or the new system. I would I would just be stunned if they weren't there when it's up. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies, twenty eight wins last year, extrapolated out to seventy six, eighty one and a half for the Philadelphia Phillies this year, Craig. Uh, that is probably going to be an under for me. Yeah, same. Yeah, I don't. I, I like what, what lineups I just... getting a little long in the tooth. The lineups getting a little long in the tooth, with the exception of Reese Hoskins. They're they're getting a little long in the tooth for me. And not only that, it's just like we've sort of seen this group together for a while, and the results mm-hmm. are always disappointing. Mm-hmm. What what reason do we have to think those results are going to be different this year? Maybe Aaron Nola is better, which like yeah, that's that's. That's big. Sure. Maybe he's bad. Like he's been one of yeah. the 10 best guys for the last couple of years here, but yeah. maybe Aaron was better. That's doesn't mean that you're going to be like, you know, if, 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 if Nola is a Cy Young guy, which maybe he is, I don't, I don't understand where that gets you. Cause we've seen this group together for a while and the results are not good. I mean, they've got Nolan, they've got Wheeler, they've got Eflin, but then the back half of their rotation, Craig is Chase Anderson, who like, <sighs> was not great in his time in Toronto and then Matt Moore, who they just signed out of Japan. So yeah, not what you want. No, certainly not what you want. So I, I I have the Phillies as a, I I have the Phillies as as a pretty lock under here. Now I do not know what the hell we are going to do with this next baseball team, because these are numbers this is, again, sixth or seventh year of you and I doing this podcast, and these are numbers that I cannot believe I am staring at and am struggling to comprehend as far as gambling number totals for a Major League Baseball team that presumably features Major League players. The Pittsburgh Pirates, 19 wins last year. Extrapolate that out. They were expected to win 51 games in 2020, Craig. They're over under win total, and I'm pretty sure in the six or seven years we've been doing this, this is probably the lowest. I don't think I've ever seen it dip below 60 for a win total for a baseball team. The Pittsburgh Pirates are projected to win 59 and a half baseball games. 59 and a half. I am not betting on this, but yeah, the uh, the 
the thesis that the gambling markets have put forward here is that the Pittsburgh Pirates have the worst team in Major League Baseball. The, I, the worst team in the history of baseball? That's, with a fifty nine, with a fifty nine and a half projected, what was, I mean, like that terrible Tigers team, like what the the one that lost like a hundred. They got to like I want to say sixty one, sixty two. They didn't dip below sixty though, I don't think. But they were on they were in the low end of sixty for sure. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if it's the worst team ever. So if you want to take the over, feel free. But is this the worst team in twenty twenty one? Easily, not even yeah. close. But I mean, yeah. like, but, yeah. That Tigers team, they were 43 and 119, the 2003 Tigers. Oh, so wow. So they would have been like this 20 games. better than that. But I yeah. Man, I, I don't. That 43, that's because, like, like I said, even if you try, even if you don't try in baseball, you should win about 60 games, right? Like, you honestly, you should, even if you don't try, you should win 60 games. I don't know what to do with this. This is just an all time stay away from me. Just because, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know what to do with this whatsoever. It it, it is this rotation is 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 vomit worthy. It is vomit worthy. They don't have, they don't have a guy with an ERA under four thirty in this. Oh, it's, this. it's like, gonna be bad. It's gonna oh. be bad. Um, but it's all like other than Tyler Anderson, and I guess like it's mostly guys who don't have a lot of major league experience. I guess Chad called. Yeah. Them too. That's the point true. stands. Um, but yeah, no, I think they're going to be terrible. I, it, it, it's a, I, I, I can't take the under on 59 and a half because that's no, crazy. way too low. But too it's, low. It's, it's, it's a terrible ball, to, ball club. It's, it's the opposite. Like the, the, the reasoning on the 59 and a half is, is the opposite we use for, for the Dodgers, where once you see the three digits, it's, it's under or nothing. This is like 59 and a half. I don't know what to do with this. It's over or nothing, I guess, when it's 59 and a half. And, I, and I'm not putting money on like Adam Frazier and, and Cabrian Hayes for God's sake. So, so yeah, I'm moving on. Let's talk about a much better team. San Diego Padres. Oh, this, that, that's, uh, this is about as big a swing as you're going to get. Yeah. I, 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 you know, they made, they did some stuff, uh, 37 wins projected out to a hundred uh, win total in 2020, 95 and a half. I'm, I'm leaning towards the over on, on 95 and a half. And I don't, I don't say that lightly. I don't yeah. say that lightly because when you get to that mid nineties, that's when I tend to start getting a little bit squirrely. But I, I don't say that this lightly. I mean, it, it's like I think if we get anything less than at some point, I don't care how it happens. If we get anything less than a Dodgers Padres series in the playoffs, I, I think that this baseball season has has unfortunately done us an insane disservice <laughs> as to as, like it, it's. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that like the Dodgers are better. But... Yeah. If you start with, oh, yeah, we've got Tatis and Machado on the left side of the infield. Well, that's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, this is, a, this is a really, really good ball club. This yeah, is very Darvish. Ball. I mean, they, Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove Yep. in a playoff series going up against, uh, like, Kershaw and, and, and Bauer. And, and it's just, come on, we got to see that, right? Like, that's... Yep. that's and there's that's, non-zero that's... chance that Chris Paddock is their best starter this year. Like, that yeah. is... That is in play. That's true. Um, and they got the most fun 20, guy in baseball to watch. It wasn't really as good as a 2019. I, I understand that. But mm-hmm. there's a non-zero chance. And, and he was banged up a little bit. Uh, he was hurt in, in 2020. Um, but there's a non-zero chance Chris Paddock is their best starter. They've got, they've got a really good rotation. And Clavenger's not even going to pitch this season. Uh, no, yeah. They're, they're really true. good. 
Uh, I, I, I'd be comfortable. To, I'd be comfortable saying they're going to win 96 games. I would be comfortable. Yeah. And they've got the they've got the most fun, in my opinion. Anyway, I don't know if you want to j- join me on that one, but they've got the most fun guy in in all of baseball to watch play in in Tatis Jr. And yes, absolutely. I don't think there's any question about that. Oh, and God, so good. James Shields for Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to go down as an all timer. Yeah, all 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 time whoopsie right there for sure. Uh, next up. The San Francisco Giants, 29 wins last year, extrapolated out to 78, um, 75 and a half is their over-under win. Well, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. 75 and a half. I, I expect them to be mid-70s. They're they're solid, not great, but uh, they'll win some games. They'll, they'll lose some games, probably lose more than they win. But uh, I like the 75 and a half. Bit of a stay away from me. Yeah, 75 and a half is right where it should be. I, I think that's mm-hmm. about right where they are, so it's a stay away from me, too. Um, if I was taking one, I'm taking the under, though. Yeah, I think so, too, because like, I'm just staring at the rotation right now, and it's it's the, the rotation is, is what worries me. They, like Gaussman, Cueto, uh, who's... Johnny Cueto. Yeah. Cueto's who's on the decline, right? And, and, Aaron's uh, like, what, what's, is, is Aaron Sanchez going to actually be in the rotation? Is that something they think is going to happen? If you like, are to believe fan graphs, Aaron Sanchez, is as of right now, as of you and I having this conversation, fan graphs is projecting them to have Aaron Sanchez as their yeah, fifth he starter. Pitched for, he pitched for three innings uh, uh, on the weekend. And... Mm-hmm. Well, um, they, you know, they've, they seem to be all right with it. Yeah. Um, is, they'll is start he, for him until he gets a blister. I'm guessing. Right. Like, uh, oh, and here, well, he, the thing about that is like what happened in 2019 with Houston, a, a, it was beyond blisters where he was getting hurt. It was elbow stuff, mm-hmm. but B, he was just awful there. And usually guys go there and become True. good. So yeah. it's strange. Um, we'll see where uh where things go for him in 2021 i am I'm, I'm fine with it as a buy low for the giants i think it makes sense but we'll see yeah why not I, and like i don't know the the road the the lineup doesn't exactly strike fear in you though right you, like I, oh, I i like tommy like i like tommy Lestella who they brought in he was he was hitting well after trout and those guys in 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 uh in los angeles but Although I believe he was playing for Oakland last year, but I mean he's he's uh, yeah he was with Oakland last year, but before that he was with Trout and those guys, and and he that, he's definitely that, had a couple of good years in a row here. Yeah, he, Tommy Estelle is a guy I wanted to see the Jays sign. I thought he would have been a nice sign. That's true. Yeah, he, he's put together a couple of good years in a row for sure, but he's gonna be leading off for them, and then once you get gonna get past him, it's not great. Like you know, Yastrzemski had and... a nice a nice year yeah. last year, but of course you know. He's a, a a late breakout guy, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Alex Dickerson. You know, he's decent. He could be decent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I just, uh, I don't, I don't love the lineup. I think it's very, very no. fair. Yeah, it's not great. Buster Posey uh, is 34 years old. Yeah, hell. That is just a weird thing for me to, to think about. Well, him and Belt are just, yeah, him and Belt are just, you know, remnants of, of the, uh, the glory uh, days uh, for the Giants. Yeah. Of air gone by, yes. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Seattle Mariners, 27 wins, projected out to 73, 71 and a half for the Mariners. Um, that is a good number if you think the Mariners are going to be a little bit frisky this year, I think. Are they? I'm not sure I believe that based on what the I'm... The seem to have a plan for the first time in forever. True. That you got to give them. At the very <laughs> least, there's an organizational plan. We're going to have... You know, some younger guys like is like we'll see if Taylor Trammell is up this year. So there's that. Mm-hmm. 
they've 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 got they've 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 got some 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 good prospects, right? They've got Rodriguez. Uh, mm-hmm. They got Jared Kalanick, who there is all the controversy about him with the service time disaster. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, but they're like they at least have a plan to have good prospects and hope they come up and become good major leaguers, which it's the first time the Mariners have had like a, a real organizational plan in uh, in in some time in in a very long time. They don't have like their rotation doesn't have anybody who like strikes fear in your hearts, but they just have like. It's okay. They've got five solid guys that go out there and, and just yeah, give you uh, innings. Because they, 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 they yeah. signed him, and he uh, had a real hard time staying on the field with New York last year. That's true, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, you can see, like, you know, with 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 Dunn, who they got in the Cano thing, uh, Sheffield, like, there's at least, like, oh, yeah, I can understand the sort of the potential that these guys may have going forward here. Yeah, like Marco Gonzalez was was you know if he was solid in like fantasy leagues last year in that short season. I don't know how how he would have done over. Uh, we're know, about like to I, yeah, we're gonna find out. But I mean, they've got guys that just eat innings and 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 just like you know, not a lot of bullpen time. I'm gonna be saying in in, in Seattle, but I don't know uh, about the seventy one and a half. What say you on 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 the seventy one and a half? I'll so. take the over on that, but I don't think they're much better than that. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I would agree at the seventy one and a half, but I'm I'm not uh, so strong on it that I need to turn my key. Uh, here's what I will be turning my key on though: the St. Louis Cardinals, thirty wins, projected out to 84, 87 and a half. It uh, pains me to say it. it; it hurts me deep in my chest, Craig. But I'm I'm going over, and, oh, I and they're to... yeah, and they're going to be one of my five easily of of that division. Like it's gonna be there in Milwaukee, but yeah, I think you have mm-hmm. to like they, 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 the corner of the infield is Goldschmidt and Arenado. It's pretty good, mm-hmm. um, and they're gonna be good enough in some of the other spots. That uh, yeah, I think that they're uh, they're all right. Uh, you have a, a rotation of of Flaherty with Wainwright obviously in there as well. Um, we'll you know we'll see where we'll, we'll we'll see where some of the other outs come from in that rotation. Carlos mm-hmm. Martinez obviously is a guy with a lot of potential who uh, wasn't great last year, um, but yeah, I think that they're, uh, I think that they're easily going to pass the 86. Yeah, I, I just yeah the, the Goldschmidt and <laughs> now they got Arenado protecting Goldschmidt. It's just ugh. yeah, they're they're gonna yeah easily over 86 for me and probably winning the division. They are actually uh, minus 105 to win to win the Central this year. Yeah. And Martinez, like he was, he, he's not been healthy for like you know he hasn't no. like, but the potential is obviously there. So we'll see what happens with them. But yeah, no, I'll take the over on them for sure. Uh, next up, the Tampa Bay Rays. Forty wins last year, projected to one hundred and eight wins last year for the Tampa Bay Rays. They do it every damn year. Eighty-five and a half for the Tampa Bay Rays this year, Craig. Eighty-five and a half. Yeah. Um, I think it's not a, yeah. I mean, it's it's not, it's not a, yeah, it's not a lineup that strikes fear India, but it never is with them and they do it anyway. The lineup is just, it's, 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 it stretches out and it's long and you understand why every single guy is on the major league roster. Yeah. They just grind out those at bats, man. Exactly. Brandon Lau, nice player. A Rosarena obviously turned into, 1927 Babe Ruth during the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, 
you know, Choi is going to continue to... Yeah, G-Man, G-Man Choi had some weird dope moments for them where he was flipping bats and stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know... Uh, Chris he, Archer's back, right? Chris like, and, and, yeah, when they, as soon as they signed Chris Archer, I tweeted, like, is there a way that I can bet that Chris Archer doesn't win the Cy Young, but, like, people yeah. have, like, sixth on their ballot? Or, yeah, or, gets a couple of votes, maybe, ballot. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, someone's going to have Chris Archer on a Cy Young ballot because he's just going to go there and be good again. You just know it's going to go that way. Yeah. Um, and then the guy they got for Chris Archer, Tyler Glasnow, is their best pitcher is, now. Is there, yeah, and he's been he's been a favorite of mine fantasy-wise yeah. for a couple of years now. Yeah, like, just, ugh, over 200 strikeouts projected this year, which, hopefully. His problem is staying healthy. That's the only yeah. that's the only thing with Glasnow. That's that's the problem. But, like, yeah, he's he's good, though. If he's out there for 25 plus starts, they're going to be fine. And it's just a, it's just a deep, deep team. Yeah. It's a really deep team. Um, and they make all the right decisions all the time because of course they do. Uh, is Wander Franco going to be part of this team at the end of the season? I guess we'll see, but, uh, that's, uh, I guess something we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to wait on a little bit, but like the, the prospect pool is, really flipping deep too is the other thing yeah yeah like you know you've got you've got guys that are top 100 prospects like xavier edwards the guy that got in that big trade with san diego like he's not going to be up this year but you know these are top 100 prospect caliber guys that within the rays they're like you know sixth or seventh or whatever it happens to be so just the the minor league churn that they have is just going to continue to be good now they lose charlie morton trouble they trade Blake Snell. Trouble. I think they're going to figure ways out of that, though. They always do. Like any no, any any always, team that they like, always do. You're right. Yeah, and that's why that's why the thing is like you just I I don't want to say you don't follow baseball. That's that's uh, too cruel a statement, but uh, to me, it's just it, when you look at some of the pundits who 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 you know, try to make predictions on Tampa Bay Rays. And I'm actually just, I'm not going to call out who wrote it, but I'm staring at um, what the, the one of the writers on CBS thinks of, of the Tampa Bay Rays and they are picking the Rays to go under 86. And I'm just like, you guys just don't like, I mean, like you have to know how this team works. You look at that lineup and you say, boy, that's not a sexy name in that entire lineup. And then you look at the line and then you look at the, uh, the rotation and you go, yeah, Glasnow's gone. But as you mentioned, they lost Snell and they lost Morton. You can, and then you just think to yourself, you can't just easily replace those guys, but it's like, you know, Chris Archer and Rich Hill, they're going to come in and they're going to do stuff for these guys. Right. And it's just like, and, and then the lineup, yeah, there's no sexy names, but they get it done every friggin' year and they just yeah. grind out at bats. Just, every guy's a tough out. There's no easy outs in this lineup except for Kevin Kiermeyer. And, uh, it, it's just who, you know, every, oh, even Kevin Kiermeyer, like, well, yeah. You know. And Kevin Kiermeyer has all universe defense. So yeah. it, you're, you're, you're never going to, this think about a, taking him out of your lineup, gonna, right? Like, I, I don't know how much longer Kevin Kiermaier is for the race, to be honest. And this is a team that I always cheer against. True. I hate the way they do business, but true. Yeah. It's a little greasy, but yeah, I mean, you got to respect the turnover, though. Effective. You can't argue, yeah. be, even though I think that, like, I just don't understand how anyone would ever be a fan of this particular baseball franchise because yeah. like, part of it is, oh man, this guy's been on our team for a while, and we really like this, and just like you just can't get attached to any players ever. No, yeah. Like, you know, there, there, there's no. It just so I just I would hate it. I would hate being a fan of this team. And there's a I think there's a reason beyond just their ridiculous ballpark that mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of fans of this team. Um, mm-hmm. but, 
yeah, and this is why one wonders if they're going to be splitting their time in Montreal soon. Yeah, it's it's well, let's hope so. It's uh, it's it's a little greasy the way they do business, but you have yeah. to respect the turnover. That's there's no way around it. You yeah, have to respect they're, the they're turnover. And I'm not saying it's yeah. not effective. I just don't care for it. Um, I will say this about mm-hmm. the Montreal thing. I don't understand why Bell, if Stu Sternberg wants to own this team and act the way he does, yeah, well here in Canada doesn't say to Stu Sternberg, I'll give you however many millions of dollars you want for the team. We're going to move the team to Montreal. We're going to do exactly what Rogers did. We're going to turn yes. TSN, we're going to turn TSN into an Expos content farm and everything's going to be great. And we'll do national broadcast of the Expos once a week. We'll work out something with the Blue Jays so they can do national broadcast of the Jays once a week. And it'll be a whole, like, there's just a lot of money you made here for Bell. And I don't understand, like, I'm sure they've at least asked about it, but they, yeah. they, they should just be looking at how much money has been made off of the Rodgers and Blue Jays thing and think to themselves, hey, we could do that. Yeah, not only that, but you get the natural rivalry. And for those of you who might be listening in the States, uh, up here we have two cable companies basically in Canada, Rogers and Bell. Rogers owns the Blue Jays, and it's been theorized up here that if the Montreal Expos are to ever return, that the other cable company, Bell, as Craig so succinctly put it a couple seconds ago, would be able to, on on the other other, – sports network run all of the stuff against the blue jays and they would just create a natural rivalry where especially if both teams in the american league east yeah they put if they put them both in the american league east all of a sudden the yes because the montreal should be an american league team not a national league team that's part of the reason they sank last time but you know but obviously it was a myriad of reasons but like and they would create a natural rivalry where like like it could become red sox yankees up north and they would have two cable companies that print money that would just be theoretically might get into bidding wars over players and stuff. And it, and it would just become, you know, a, a, a Canadian version of, of Yankees, Red Sox north of the border, right? Like just, uh, that's the dream scenario for Canadian baseball fans up here. But uh, yeah, well, we talked about how you got to respect the, the, the Tampa Bay Rays and, and what they do. Speaking of things you don't have to respect whatsoever, Craig, uh, Texas Rangers who uh, are going to be filling their stadium to capacity. Granted, it's an outdoor stadium, but, uh, yeah, they're going to be filling their stadium. It's going to be a COVID cesspool. Like, yeah. Honestly, and this is this is true. If mm-hmm. I were on a Blue Jays player, I'm telling the Major League Baseball Players Association, I'm not going to this. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're Vlad Guerrero or Kevin Biggio. Yeah. How many times a game does the third baseman or the first baseman have to reach into the crowd to get that foul pop-up? Yeah, it's like if 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 you're if you're the Major League Baseball Players Association, mm-hmm. should you not be saying no? We're not going to this. Like <sighs> you like get fans out of the first six rows, and then yeah, then it's not our problem, and they they can all spread COVID amongst each other. But if you're selling mm-hmm. every seat, no, we're not going. Yeah, it's it's and if, like if, the, and the... I I would be very surprised if those conversations haven't been held with the Toronto Blue Jays. With the League Baseball Players Association, but to me, if you if 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 you are a Major League Baseball Players Association executive, this is a hill to die on. Which is, oh, if you're selling every ticket to this to a ball game during a pandemic, our players aren't going, and it's not a forfeit. They're just not going, and you can figure it out. But I don't know if that's how this is going to go. And I think the fact that this has been permitted by Major League Baseball, which so far it has, and maybe they're waiting for the Rangers to change their minds on their own. 
But the fact that no one from Major League Baseball has not said, forget it, what do you think you're doing? Um, is upsetting to me. Oh, it is. And like their social media campaign just posted on their Twitter account, a guy, you know, like their, their headline was, you know, like out with the cardboard, in with the humans or something like that. And a guy came and sat down you know, like threw threw hit the cardboard cutout of his of him down, sat down, and then immediately took his mask off, Craig. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? This is, <laughs> oh God. Uh, the moral of the story is the Texas Rangers, uh, forever the piss babies of the Major League Baseball. And uh, yep. you know what? I'm glad uh, I'm glad the Cardinals came back against them and and just yeah. Ugh. Anyway. 22 wins last year, projected to 59 wins, 67 and a half for the Texas Rangers, uh, just to stay away, just an absolute stay away. I, I know we we tend to you know hone in on the on the uh, the 67, the the the, the wins in the in the 60s range as to yeah as to maybe there's some value there because we think they're underprojected, but man, this is not a this is a lineup that is dreadful, and their rotation might be even worse. It, it they don't have a lot of ERAs over five in this rotation right now, Craig. It it is it is you know they bought Fultonavich in, and it, I I just I don't see him succeeding in the Nash, in the in the American League. I I just I I do not. I know. What say you? They're going to give up a lot of runs. Uh, Yeah. That's just something that's going to happen. And I don't know if they're going to score nearly enough to, to make that, uh, to make that something that is palatable for being even a marginally decent baseball team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just, what happens? uh, They, they got, they acquired uh, Chris with a K Davis from the, the athletic. Chris. Yeah. Uh, uh, He was horrible. During, admittedly, a 30-game sample size, but horrible last year in 2020. We'll see if he can add something to the the outfield situation for them. Uh, they, they Fangraphs does not have him in their starting in their in their opening day lineup. So like, take that for what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but the moral of the story is um, they're gonna they're gonna have a hard time scoring runs and they're gonna have a hard time preventing runs. That's a bad. <laughs> yeah. Bad team. Stay complete. Stay away. And in fact, I'm oh, man. I sixty seven and a half is just so blase. And then the it's not exactly a devastating division that they're in. So I, I, I don't know. Like they'll grind out a few wins against like yeah, the Athletics no, and the, Mar- well, the Angels not, and the Mariners, right? Yeah. So, I think yeah. they last in that division though. I think that much is very clear. They're worse than Seattle is. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Vegas odds would agree with you. Uh, as is tradition on this podcast, we always flip the last two teams because we talk about the Blue Jays last uh, uh, on this podcast. Uh, so the Washington Nationals, 26 wins, 70 was their projected win total for 2020, 84 and a half. Yeah, which I, I, I kind of like the over. I think they're going to be healthier. I think they're the second best mm-hmm. team in that division. I think that 2020 was kind of the no effing way season for them on a variety of different levels. Uh, I think that when it comes to, hey, who has the most exciting player in baseball, they've got a pretty good addition yep. to that. Juan Soto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that Juan Soto is a, a very uh, a very nice candidate for that particular award. Uh, they mm-hmm. go up to get Kyle Schwarber, which I really thought he was going to wind up with an AL team, but there you go. They must be counting on the fact that the DH might be coming to the National League next year or this year or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, uh, good call. Yeah. Uh, either way. Uh, well, yeah, you get you, you acquired Josh Bell and Kyle Schwarber in the same offseason. If you're a National League team, you must be thinking a DH is coming. Uh, yeah. 
But yeah, no, I think they're going to score some runs. And I think that they, the rotation, Max Scherzer, Patrick Corbin, Steven Strasburg, John Lester, if he bounces yeah. back a little bit, like, well, even even if Le- yeah, if, if Lester if Lester yeah if Lester bounces back a little bit, he's the fourth guy in their rotation, right? So yeah. like yeah, this is a good baseball team, and this is a team that won the World Series. Now they've lost some guys since then, of course, mm-hmm. but no, I think this is a really good baseball team, and I think they are going yeah. to. Uh, I think they're going to um, be the second best team in the National League East, and more than good enough to cover that over under. I the love the yeah on the Nats. I love that. This might be my favorite bet of the group. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn our key on that one, and we're we're gonna go Nationals over the 84 and a half, and that's gonna be. It seems we've got six so far that we seem to be really locked into here. Uh, last up, and I'm unfortunately, I think we're gonna be really locked into this one, except on the bad side, Craig. Uh, next up, the Toronto Blue Jays, 32 wins last year, projected to 86, made the playoffs, got embarrassed a little bit by the uh, by the Tampa Bay Rays in that wild card. Um, in, a three unfortunately, game, in, a, in a best of three. And yeah, and a best, if, yeah, it was the best two out of three. Happened, yep. True, and unfortunately, Hinjin Ryu, uh, picked uh, the playoff game that he started to have his worst <laughs> outing of the season. But what are you going to do? That happens in baseball sometimes. Um, a lot of things to be excited about. They signed Springer. The the biggest, I mean, the biggest uh, signing of the offseason is George Springer, who looks like he's going to be leading off for the Jays this year. Uh, they bring in Marcus Simeon to help bolster the infield. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has obviously shed some poundage this offseason and is currently raking in spring league. Uh, whether or not those things are related, I'm going to say yes. But uh, they didn't fix the rotation, Craig. The rotation's bad. They're going to score a ton of runs. Yes. They other like which AL lineup do you are you certain scores more runs in them? Keeping in mind the potential health concerns with Judge and Stanton, sort of always. Yeah, if you get yeah that that's I was just going to say if you can guarantee me health from Stanton and Judge, then them. But but that's not not how it works. That New York scores more than them. Yeah, it's not a lock. Yeah. yeah, The problem, of course, being I think Hinjin Ryu is a very good pitcher. Mm Mm-hmm. Once there, you get past you him, need, though, it's... You need more than one. And yeah, lies the trouble. Now, they think they bolster the bullpen. They signed Kirby Yates, and people aren't talking about that one. But I think the yes. bullpen has a chance to be really good. I think yeah, that's true. They added, yeah, Chatwood, too. They got in there as a as a good stretch guy and stuff. Which, it's, and, and, well, yeah. I think that they want to have Chatwood be sort of a one-inning guy. Um, yeah. And they think this stuff will play up in that scenario. And we've seen that happen many mm-hmm. times before. Guy who sort of uh, is not good enough to be a starter anymore becomes the one-inning guy and becomes real good at it. Um, but the when the, the four, like, Nate Pearson, who knows what you're going to get out of him? Like, literally, who knows? And yeah. he's back in the second week of the season, and he looks like the guy who was among or perhaps the best pitching prospect in baseball last year. Like, mm-hmm. that's something that could happen. That scenario is on the table. But you can't be counting on it. Nope. So if there's no Nate Pearson, and again, you can't count on the rest of the rotations, Robbie Ray, Tanner Rorick, Steven Matz, Ross Stripling. Yeah, that is very bad. That is very bad. That's, like, that's Hinjin Ryu and, and, five, and four guys who in, in are fifth starters if your team is good. Yeah, fourth or fifth starters, yeah. If, I, if, I, if, I think at, fourth at might be too great. Like, hey, maybe Robbie Ray sort of finds his control, figures his control out again. If that happens... He might have a decent season, but Rourke, Matts, and Stripling, like those guys are fifth starters. 
and yeah, they've got three of them in your rotation right now. I just can't believe that you would spend that kind of money on Springer mm-hmm. and then not have someone beyond Ryu that you're counting on in the rotation. Well, just, they obviously thought that Pearson was was they they thought Pearson would be but, ready for opening day. Here's the thing, though. Even if you like, even if you think, okay, oh, yeah, we're gonna chalk up Pearson for 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 twenty plus starts. I think mm. that might that's a tough go for a guy's first major league season. But even very you, tough go. Um, who didn't make for a guy who did not make it through the short COVID season that we yeah, just had, yeah. right? Like, so but so but like even if you're let's say you think Nate Pearson's making thirty starts, and we in some and someone with a crystal ball tells. Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro, don't have to worry about Nate Pearson, guys. He's making 30 starts this year. And they'd be like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You still needed a guy. Yeah, that's true. Like, like, <laughs> like the fact that the fact that Pearson's been hurt in spring trading doesn't be, oh, well, you know, bad break, I guess. You know, Even if Nate Pearson, you knew Nate Pearson was making 30 starts, you still needed somebody else for the rotation, and you didn't do it. That's the part that just, that really puzzles me. That really puzzles me. And hey, maybe you think Anthony Kay becomes, you know, a three, four type of guy. Mm. And maybe you think yeah, you're still believing that Julian Merriweather's a starter. I'm not sure, but they obviously believe in him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's just, you're counting on too many maybes. And it's just not good enough to be a contending team. I really, like, and if it's a situation where, Half the American League makes the playoffs. If eight teams get in, then yeah, there's a good chance, a very good chance the Jays are going to be one of those eight teams because they're going to score a ton of runs. But if it's two wild cards, the Jays aren't going to be one of them because they're going to have too many games where they're down 6 nothing after the third. Yeah. And that's, Playing a lot that's of catch-up, too. Yep. Yeah, that's, it, I mean, it, it's going to be – the lineup is – they're going to find a way to win some of those down six nothing <laughs> after games. A couple games, yeah. They're going to win a couple of those too, yeah. They're going to win some of them, but not enough that you get to a, you know, 92, 93, 94 win total, right? Like no. you, that, That's about what you're going to need to get that second wild card, you would think, somewhere in the low 90s. They're not getting there with that rotation. It just It's not going to happen. No. And, like, Teoscar Hernandez, I mean, he raked. Absolutely raked last year in the COVID season. But from where I'm sitting, that's the outlier right now. Now, it's happened before in baseball that guys just figure shit out. And I certainly hope so because I love Teoscar Hernandez. This type of player. Yeah, it has happened. It's happened three or four times, and yeah. I, I I hope it continues. But like that is not I what I would say a guaranteed lock to happen, thing. right? Like no, it's not. It's not a lock. But let's just say Hernandez steps back a little bit. What you think? Yeah. You, I think Guerrero surpasses that as far as what's going back there. Yeah, and, agreed. You know, you're not giving as many at bats to Travis Shaw. Rowdy Telez, I I will say I have been very very low on Rowdy Telez. I think the bat's fine, but the bat yeah. for, for a guy like that who does nothing on the base pass and is first base or not or or nothing defensively, and maybe the first base one half of that is a little bit iffy. I always mm-hmm. thought, well, I don't know if the bat's good enough to be like you have to be a great great hitter for the bat to be good enough to be a major league hitter, uh, a major league player if uh, if if you provide nothing else. But mm-hmm. maybe the bat is good enough. So yeah. if that's the case, it's a nice little bonus for them. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. The the one thing I, I the one thing I hope for this team honestly, I I just hope we never have to I don't I hope we don't have to watch as much of Rafael Dolis nibbling anymore like that like if I if I never see Rafael Dolis he, he was slow and very deliberate take, that yeah said, you if you look at the results from 2020 
Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I just, man, watching him pitch was excruciating, though. He took, like, a, like taking two minutes between pitches and then for it to be just, like, a nibble uh, at the bottom of the zone pretty much every well, damn uh, time. It was just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was 150 ERA. Now, he was getting a little bit yeah. lucky from the, from the Babbitt monster perspective. But, yeah. Mm, still, a cool 150 ERA for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just it, this is a lineup that you figure you're expecting Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He's going to be popular in a lot of fantasy leagues this year as a guy to to make the leap. Uh, I mean, you know, Guriel was doing stuff as we we already talked about Hernandez. They added Springer, who we didn't even really get into. Is is they got the the biggest free agent signing of the offseason, Which how many times has that happened in Jay's history? Like twice, I think maybe. Is it Springer uh, and Clemens? Yeah, yeah, Springer and Clemens. Uh, that's it, right? With uh... You know, in the early 90s, when they, like, was mm-hmm. Dave Winfield the biggest sign of the offseason? That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about that Paul one. Fowler would have been high on the list. Like they've, He would they've, have been high, yeah. big free agents in before. Yeah, those guys I mean, took mercenary deals, though, is the thing. Yeah. And they, they, were, they weren't so, long so did, for the so team. So Jack Morris. That's another one. Uh, true. Which, yep, yep, again, yep. Again, in looking back at what we know now about what makes good baseball pitchers, like Dave Stewart and Jack Morris were over, overrated based on, things that were out of their control. Nonetheless, those were big signings at the time. But no, sure. you're right. I think this is very clearly the second biggest free agent signing in the history of the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, Jack Morris and Dave Stewart, just two guys who just, for whatever reason, just knew how to win in the postseason, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, just when the po- when when the postseason started, it was their maybe, time maybe, to shine. They were running, maybe they were winning the postseason because Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco were bashing all those home runs in the case of Dave Stewart. True. So- yeah, about. very true. Yeah. yeah, but like, how do you explain Morris's eleven pitch like shutout in Game Seven against the Braves? Though, that, right? That, like... was, that was the best start of his entire life at literally the best possible time. And yeah, I don't think Jack Morris is bad. All I'm saying is, no, like, there are other not a Hall of Famer yeah. who are better that are not given as much credit as Jack Morris. Put it that way. Yeah, that's true. Uh, now, from a gambling perspective, eighty-seven and a half for the Toronto Blue Jays. I've got to be under, and I, I don't yeah. want to be like 88 games with 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 that. Yeah. And and here's the uh, the here's the doomsday. What if Ryu gets? Yeah, that's true. Then what that's do here? yeah. Then then they're calling me up and saying, "Hey Matt, do you throw with? Can you throw a baseball?" And I'm like, "Not really." They're like, "Well, get in there anyway, <laughs> right?" Like, oh boy, yeah. That's 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 actually I hadn't even thought of that. That's actually that is a doomsday scenario. Good lord. So neither of us are going to place this bet because we don't believe, other with the possible exception of me with the Detroit Lions, we don't believe in doing the scumbag thing of. Uh, of of betting against the team that you cheer for to to do the emotional hedge, if you will. Um, we're certainly not going to do that with the beloved Toronto Blue Jays, who at the very least will have a fun lineup. And I really only do that with the Detroit Lions because I'm dead on the inside from having cheered for the Lions for my entire life. But um, I, we are both turning our key on the Blue Jays under for those of you who are maybe looking to make a buck while listening to this podcast. So we're, we're just laying it out there. This is the team we follow and watch the closest. And that gets the most coverage up here, obviously. And I just don't understand where this 87 and a half comes from. It, they, they would, they would have been like a, a high seventies team. If last year in terms of win, like they made the playoffs last year in this stupid shortened COVID season, they got the last playoff spot. They certainly wouldn't have been a playoff team if it was 162 wins, uh, 162 games last year. They would have been like mid 70s, I think, in in terms of W's. 
I I think they remember they started playing be- like they got unlucky with injuries like to the lineup. True, they there were some injuries earlier. Yeah. In, the, in the, the second half of that that season, they started playing a lot better. Mm-hmm. I because remember Hernandez missed some time, Bichette missed some time. True. I think they if it was an eight team playoff field, I think they would probably still make it last year. They might even yeah. finish a little higher. But, Maybe. I don't know. There's just too many variables to, to no, consider no, over 160. I, 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 yeah, I, I, that we're going to get some answers to. Yeah. I have a hard time betting money on this team winning 88 games. Yeah. Like, it's just like, like last year, like, uh, there's just too many. Obviously, George, like, like last year would have been no George Springer. So, obviously, that's a, a, a reason you would pick them to pick more, to get more W's this year. But Teoscar Hernandez, does that continue over 160 games? Rowdy Telez, does that, you yeah. know, sort of thing. It's a legitimate can, you question. Know, it's a legitimate question. Yeah. You know, like, you know, Robbie Ray and Tanner Rourke getting more starts as the season yeah. goes. I mean, these now, are all questions in, in we're going to get Rourke's answered this career, year, right? Like, he, how bad yeah. he was in that, you know, 12-game sample. You could put together a pretty good argument that if there was regression for him, it was coming the other way. But, true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's just, yeah, it's 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 a bit much for me. I, I just, so I don't I, know. I, I, for this team to win 88 games. It's a lot. Now the argument would be, the argument would be uh, if you want to get crazy, they have one of the best prospect pools in baseball, one of the top five, maybe yes. better prospect pools in baseball. So yeah. if if some starter becomes available, they can go get that guy. Mm-hmm. But I think that by the time teams are making decisions on selling, there'll be a team where it's already given up a ton of runs and it might be too late. So we'll yeah. see. And the best, uh, I will say, the best long shot division winner that i have is the tampa bay rays getting plus 500 because we've seen that's them do it. yeah plus 500 that's, that's you got me. you have to place it you have to place that bet i'm sorry like you take like take a flyer on the Rays at plus 500 the yankees are going off at minus 170 which you know like tracks because it's the new york yankees and they're, they're the most publicly bet team in major league baseball and they have a a they could easily win this division they could easily easily win this division craig you predicted they might win this game this division by double digit games going away but the tampa bay rays do this a lot of the time and they grind out w's and the blue jays are actually have better odds to win the division than the Rays. the blue jays are plus 325 i don't get that I do not understand that at all. No, yeah. So the the best like value bet you can place on a division winner this year is the Tampa Bay Rays getting plus five hundred, right? Like you just. So, uh, for us, just to recap, these are the ones we kind of turned our keys on. Uh, the Astros over eighty seven and a half. The Rockies over sixty three and a half. The Athletics over eighty six and a half. The Cardinals over eighty seven and a half. Uh, the Phillies under eighty one and a half. Uh, the Nationals over 84 and a half, and then we're, we're not going to place money on this, but the, the Toronto Blue Jays under 87 and a half. Are... This is my favorite bet on the on the board. I think the, Rock, I, I think the Rockies, no, the Cardinals over 87 and a half might be my favorite, but the Nationals over 84 is is, is one for me as well. Yeah, a lot of, so we're, we're yeah, we got a healthy mix of, of National and American League there, as, as, as we often do. Uh, that'll be it for this week. Crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're also on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. We are also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, so please check us out there and pump up our numbers on those particular uh, podcatchers and whatnot. Please uh, leave us a review wherever you happen to listen to us. That would be great and much appreciated. 
as far as what we're going to do next week, I don't know. I'm going to put out some feelers. Maybe we'll talk about the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldiers this weekend. Maybe we'll we'll do a quick uh, little recap of that. Maybe maybe not. Maybe we'll do something fun next week. I don't know. Either way, um, maybe I'll take the week off. Who knows? Either way, I'll, I'll keep you posted on, on social media as to what we're going to do. And... Uh, but uh, we'll probably try to turn something out this next uh, next week. Uh, Craig Needles, as always, one of the most fun podcasts of the year, doing the, uh, the 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 annual MLB Win Totals podcast, and fantastic doing this with you. Uh, as always, tremendous work, and uh, it's great talking to you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just just general great t- great having you on the podcast. Um, we'll talk to you next time. And have a good one and stay safe out there and and wear a mask. Don't be like Texas Rangers fans. That's, uh, you know what? I should probably sign off all my podcasts just saying, hey, don't be like Texas Rangers fans. Uh, So that'll be it. Uh, Take care, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast.